Three very unimportant little people were doing the best they could with an idea. And that's about all they had. To the Portland Timbers! What a moment! He says hello to Portland! What's up, everybody? And welcome to... Is this season two? I guess it's season two. Season it's season 1.95 of Hot Guys Talk Soccer. We are back and live from beautiful Northeast Portland. We are chilling. My name is Luis. I got Micah here with me. Hi. My name is Lek. He's here too. And He's also here. We are like your uh, Swiss army knife yet utility soccer podcast. But Slash heart-shaped bed, motherfucker. Motherfucker. But I guess since MLS is starting today, again, it's going to be a lot about the Timbers and MLS in general. So anyway, we're pumped to be back. And yeah, guys, what's up? Uh, I'm pumped, first of all, to just be, and then second of all, to be back, and then third of all, to be back at a Timbers game in, oh, actually, it's going to be a while. I know. It's going to be a while, but I walked by Providence Park the other day, and making progress i'm super the big cranes up interested to see what happens with all of the uh, the posters ticket sales oh, uh, the posters everything i'm just excited for timbers yeah starting with la on sunday we're gonna have to wait what five five weeks six weeks six weeks until there's a home game yeah mid-april i think april 14th so all right well what can be a lot of time watching in the bars then Hopefully, good times watching in the bars. Hammered drunk. Anyway, I guess we should just jump right into it. There were a lot of things that happened in the offseason that we didn't see coming. The biggest one being Savarese in, Caleb Porter out. Yeah, uh, that was blindsiding what? us. That was like Caleb Porter just being like, yeah, actually, I'm done. And yeah, we're I'm like, done. no, we still want some more of that. <laughs> Rest of my life with a loser. I'm gone. Good, then get the hell out of my life. Who needs you? Beat it. Leave me alone. I'm sorry, babe. I didn't mean that either. After the success that he had here, it was, it was, uh, it was pretty weird. And at the same time, like I don't know, I haven't really looked too far into it. But is there anything like on the record for him? Like as far as we know, we still don't really. Know, no, right? I would, I would say we that can... the moves that we made in the per, in pursuance of him leaving which the front office has said, and you can only take them so far at their word, any front office, mm-hmm. has said that Savarese was involved in a lot of these moves, which makes me think that this was something that maybe Porter and Wilkinson and Paulson talked about sort of offhandedly. And I would care to posit that the moves that we made after Porter left were signs that essentially after the after the season was done and we did a uh they did a download slash exit interview with Porter that they kind of decided mutually to go both ways. And I know that like anytime, you know, you put that out it's like, oh well he was fired, you know he well, just left. But it's like I actually think that Porter wanted to keep Nagby and Nagby was not in the owner and and Wilkinson's plans 
and I think that was a big precipitation of sort of a, a rift down the line that made them both want to go separate ways. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, it's a solid theory. And it kind of would, I guess, fit in with the other narrative that's going around that he is taking this time off, having his year off, maybe going to go back to where he's lived for a long time in Ohio and then be the coach for Cincinnati. So far, that's kind of lining up, too. You know, he hasn't pursued a job so far this year. He's obviously taking a break. Maybe that'll happen. But anyway, good luck to him. Um, yeah, thanks for the chip. Okay, yep. no, it was good. Here. Five year run. What Western Conference win in twice a, two in, Western in, Conference two th- wins. in twenty thirteen Cup in twenty fifteen Cascade um, two Cascadia Cups two Cascadia Cups Western Conference two thousand seventeen kind of an every other year thing but I'm pretty sure in two thousand and fourteen when we missed the playoffs no Seattle Sounders US Open Cups oh god if that mm. happens again mm. I'm gonna fucking blow my brains out but, I'm so uh, sick of that game at uh, Starfire oh man yeah that for me like the uh, Postmortem on Caleb Porter's tenure is a lot of people, um, and potentially myself at some point, were thinking, you know, Porter out, like we need to change it up. Like this guy never subs, you know, the his flaws were kind of known. But then when the reality hit that he was gone, it was like, okay, wait, who's better to like replace him? And then it was a struggle for me to come up with a name that was like, clearly, this is somebody we can get who will come coach the Timbers and be an upgrade. Yeah. So that kind of uh, was a nice little wake-up call to... Well, and I think that... Grass is greener. What we're thinking. all waiting to... Th- exactly, but I think what we're all waiting to see with this is that... I think most most Timbers fans will not expect an immediate leap forward, but rather a deconstruction and re-evolution of how the Timbers play and with a lot of the same talent talent that's taken us very far to the very top of MLS but at the same time uh, we're going to use it in a different way it looks like and rely on a a larger breadth of players and and generally and I don't I don't mean to disparage Caleb any at all but in the last half of the season when we were getting our best results it was sort of uh hard to predict if we were going to play well or or and I'm not talking about getting a result I'm talking about how much fun is it to watch this team play? And it was not always fun to watch this team play this last year because we grinded out a lot I mean, of results, which feels good, but... A lot of stuff. We're without Adi for, like, at least three months. Well, and the injuries and, and, obviously forced his hand, but... And he was in, he was just integral, though, to the way that we did play. We didn't have another good striker. Right. Arguably, like, a Bobasi, but it totally changed what we had to do. And... I guess props to Darren Maddox too. He just he, we grinded out stuff by him doing things like getting penalties in the box and stuff like that. But you're or right, just creating an assist just from yeah. It didn't it didn't necessarily look pretty. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so for the most part, we're gonna have the same personnel on the field, right? I would say that we're we're gonna be looking at a lot of Larrys and Ridgey, a lot of Powell and Farfan and gonna make it Vitas. long enough to see a lot of him. You think Reggie? Yeah, I mean, as far as he like, looked pretty, he, as far he as made like, a lot of mistakes in preseason. No, just as far as like his health, oh, like, he's well, just know. so injury prone. For I now, wouldn't be surprised if he left us in the summer window uh, to go to a Premier League or Championship team. Yeah, uh, someone who needs some depth and. No, I mean, I, yeah, like I want him to stay healthy. And I wouldn't be I'm, sad if he left, but I wouldn't be mad if he left. I'm I'm thankful he's been a real quality player for us, but I also think that. Um, Sabarese knows that he's got a real good player who can step in 
do a lot of organizational work and play somewhat in the style that Savarese wants to play. And when you have someone who's won a championship in the league and has a report with not only the team but the front room staff and the fans like Richie does, it's like you gotta like you gotta make that dude be part of your transition and not, you know, like move away. Yeah. Right. So I think that there's players like Adi and Richie who by the end of the Savarese era may not be players that you associate with him, but I do think that he's smart to give those guys a large part in our role here to get us some good momentum and carry over some of the success we've had. Definitely. I, you would not expect a lot of turbulence in the kind of traditional sense of a coaching change where you may do uh, you know, new formation, new players, what whatnot. But with the Timbers, there's a strong core of veteran players. Right. Well, and losing Nagby is about as much as we can afford to lose mm-hmm. with the coach as well. So, which yeah. we did turn into a fuck ton of just sure signings, and but we'll see how they pan out. That's uh, that's the Andy biggest Polo, variable, man. So Andy far, Polo, that dude's gonna. So far, that might lose. be the biggest variable this season, even aside from Savarese coming in. His, oh, I would you know, say it's. Whew. I would say it's. But I'd say it's bigger. I'd say bigger. It's bigger. Yeah, I agree. For sure. But anyway, while we're on, you know, since the team is changing up and we're on the topic of new signings, uh, like what's, who are you kind of excited about the most so far that you've seen that we brought in? Because we've seen a whole injection of youth and a couple other dudes brought in that look so far kind of promising. Yeah, uh, I would say for me, I'm most excited. Everybody, I'm excited about everybody, but Armenteros is a cut above. Samuel Armenteros, he's a Good striker. Swedish uh, national team. Yeah, low-hanging fruit for sure. Uh, But he's a Swedish national team, you know, one-cap striker. Had a really good season. He scored a goal in that game though, right? Uh, I I might have made that up. Potentially, yeah. I thought he scored four goals. Let's just say he did. Um, It wasn't televised and it wasn't reported on. But you can trust us, listeners. Yeah, against Macedonia. He scored four and three-quarters goals in that game. He won a mini golden boot for that, too. Mm-hmm. Mastodonia? Macedonia. He played against a whole team of Mastodons? <laughs> it was and crazy. And he still scored? It was goals? four and three quarters goals. Wow. Uh, but yeah, so, he's you know, so, striker, and so he scored 19 goals in the Dutch first division, Eredivisie. Eredivisie. Eredivisie, yeah. And then he went to Italy. Utrecht. Worst team in Italy and has struggled, but he's one of those players that has quality talent uh, and kind of what I've been hoping the Timbers would sign in a striker for a long time, somebody who can like uh, move and pass and dribble and outsprint people, and then once they get in the box as a clinical finisher, and he's kind of shown that a little bit. His goals have been a little like preseason-y. Uh, you know, yeah, but Audi score. Audi used to score preseason goals goal too, goal. all season long. But for and sure. also, also he will take a somewhat sloppy first touch, and then get super onto like the rebound or the loose touch, and like, and then he's actually um like very composed. Like his goal, his second goal in our last preseason game, mm-hmm. where he like he tried to first time across and it went into the defender and then he, and then he like he does like a little drag back and like a like he does like 
He's got good body movement that, that allows his like that first goal against feet. SKC was pretty like that was like kind of like a pinpoint finish. Yeah, any power pass the dude. Any so success. I'm gonna just go yeah. ahead and say, but who, yeah, who are you excited about though? B-rate Nicholas Anelka. That's what he reminds me of. He doesn't look super physically imposing, or he doesn't look super fast, or like he's a deadly dude. But like he's kind of shown us, he's shown us a bunch of different stuff in the preseason, and I'm I think that the way he plays could be suitable with Audi or as a lone striker with um, basically like a 4-3-3. Yeah, Racy flipped it up a couple times during it. Like at, at halftime, he, in I think two games, right, switched the formation. And we had them both on the field at the same time, and that seemed to work. Yeah. I mean, that would mean, I guess, other things. Neither, I, yeah, I guess. Now, who so do you take off? Off? Well, it'd have, well, it have to be a Spria. Yeah. Well, because I mean, or it, could be, or it could be a takeoff of Guzman or Chara. And go to like a, you know, like a real four three. Hopefully it's a Guzman because you know you're not too hot on the Guzzy Guzzy. No, 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 I like him. He's got his braces off, man. He's gonna see his. Notice anything different? I got my braces off. Okay, I like him even more though. All right, man. I'm coming around. He's growing up. Uh, But no, you asked me, so you know, I think Armenteros is a great pick. I think we're gonna see him score double digit goals this year. Um, Oh shit, that should have been my prediction. Uh, Anyway. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and say Andy Polo, just because that's another low-hanging fruit. And dude's got sweet tattoos. Uh, cool name. He's produced in better leagues than MLS. And Well, it's interesting because he was the one that got all of the press originally. And then now it's kind of like, I think people have been... He was like one of the first well, he was also, But he was also in the middle of like all our signings. Coach signing, coach leaving, is, is he like a main, leaving. Is like, he like a mainstay Peruvian? Like, is he going to be with them at the World he's, Cup? I, I would expect he's going to get on the team. I don't know if he's going to be a starter, but like He'll he's... Be. Dude, he's yes, what, 24, three. 23, 24? He's strong, dude. Like, if you look at, if you look at him, he's like... He makes strong runs and like uses his body to get in like the right position which is like he's gonna score goals for us because Valeri and Blanco put balls like on fucking plates and those two dudes like playing with guys who make really strong runs see Maddox see Espria like Rodney Wallace Rodney Wallace like and like if we can have a dude with and I'm not saying those dudes are bad but like Polo has this like real hint of quality about him and if we can put him in a situation where he can be overlapping down the channel and feeding a ball into a Valeri or Armenteros or Adi on the spot or vice versa do a little combination play and make a late run into the box and get a like a layoff or like a one two like I think we're gonna see him score some real nice goals and I think he'll be in the starting lineup by the end and of that's the exciting because there's no doubt like that if we're gonna substitute Nagby who let's face it just didn't really play like your traditional winger give you the stats that we, you want he, he just totally doesn't different. play like a star but is the thing but if you're gonna lose him then this is what we want to lose him for is somebody that comes in and bangs in goals and not I just think that not think, just one person but we got I think Blanco's I think Blanco's gonna do cat, better like, than eight and eight too this year because he had eight and eight last year so that's what. So you're producing a goal in 16 games, and that's pretty much towing the line of every Blanco's other game. Be, every other game in your first league. Year. So if we have yeah. something on the other side, and then if Armenteros can perform and just stay healthy like we think he can, then all of a sudden we're like, Adi's going to. We were get, already what second or third leading scorer Adi's in the gonna, league last yeah, year. So yeah, Adi's going to get double digits. Valeri's going to probably get double digits if Polo's going to start. Unless banging. we sell Adi for like you know Vincent Company this summer. 
Well, straight up swap. If we do, I'm calling it. But if we get if we get good money for Adi, then hopefully that means that he has scored double digits. We're We're finally gonna make that Jolian Lescott signing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dude, he is the. Oh, dude, I'm sorry, Jolian. If you're listening, we know you are. We're not making fun. His whole hair just looks like a. Barber accident. Dude, right don't he got in a car accident <laughs> when he was a kid. Man, oh, oh, we're gonna have to edit this out. Yeah, cut that one. No, no, it's first. first hey, I didn't know. Anything I didn't goes. know, and I apologize. He didn't mean it, Joey. I didn't know that. You're a quality footballer. Yeah, or definitely. you were. Uh, yeah. Who do you think? Wait, what are we talking about again? What? Are, where are we? The exciting that is going to have the most impact for. Uh, this upcoming season. Well, I don't know about the most impact, but uh, probably. Who are you I mean, most if, about? if I just say most. I still probably Armenteros just from what we've seen, but already I, answered. Boy. I'm gonna have to say mm-hmm. that uh, since the other two were picked, that I thought that it, we looked pretty good with Christian Paredes on the field. He kind of changed that shape of the midfield a little bit and had a successor in training right there. He had man. a pretty, but even but thinking of them just playing together for a couple of years is a little more exciting right now than just seeing thinking about him and Guzman. And mm-hmm. I think Guzman has the capabilities. It's just like he needs to maybe play more within his range. Well, I would also suspect that. Sorry to interrupt, but I would yeah, suspect no. that Guzman will be deployed less a but less as a double center midfielder. Like there was like the double pivot. With him and Chara, and I would suspect that'll be more of a spine this year with yeah. Chara, Guzman, yeah. and but, Bale- who's that guy? Uh, Diggo? <laughs> Douglas? Diggo Valerie? BB8 yeah. from the plant. Um, yeah, well, we're going to get a Separatist because Costa Rica, unlike the USA, did their job and qualified for the World Cup. So if, you know, we might lose Guzman for up to, you know, five weeks anyway. So we might get a Separatist. But from what Dude, I've seen... 2022 World Cup's like a long way. So qualifying <laughs> for that has been... <laughs> but from what I've seen, I thought he's looked he's looked pretty good so far. And he looks like he kind of has more of a offensive acumen than I expected. He does cover a lot of ground. He's Dude, pretty he's fast. all-purpose. He's young. And how old is he? Is he 19. like 19, right? From Signed from Club America? And he's a beast. He and Cascante are both like physical like athletes. And somebody that's playing in that part of the field that is... He got a goal, right, too? Mm-hmm. Like off a of deflection. Yeah. But he, I saw him. He doesn't look afraid to take shots. He does cover a lot of ground. He looks like he needs probably some work defensively, but whatever. Who doesn't? He's young, and that's a pretty exciting prospect right there. Um, so thinking about him... Maybe being a real good player, a better partner to Diego Chara than we've seen in a long time. Then also, can we just we have, that would give us a different engine. And can we say thanks for Diego Chara just having awesome bones and healing so well. No matter how bad of a beating he takes, he always gets back up again. An insurmountable will and a truckload of grit allow Diego Chara to psychologically overcome any obstacle. But what allows him to walk around with a hole in his gut or a couple dozen katana blades sticking out of his back is his healing factor. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, I st- I remember. So thanks, Charlie's parents. Down, man. Mostly, and then his grandparents. Yeah, mm-hmm. and probably his diet and all the milk he drinks, bone broth. What's the word with him? Is he coming back soon? He got I, minutes he's mostly in the last fit, right? preseason game. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. But is he? You know, if he's. Like start. I would guess he's not starting. Not starting. Yeah, but like, has Chara never not been fit? Like, I don't think he. If he's fit, I feel like you throw him out there. Yeah. Uh, he's. You know, he's probably been like doing like just four hundred sit ups a day. Just if he's like, okay, I can't run. I'm just like get my cardio some other uh, way. You guys know who? Uh, I'm gonna just do pull ups until I can't do them anymore. You guys know who can't play on Sunday because he's hurt. Is Vitas. 
Mm. So Farfan's gonna play. Do you I guys? Know. Do you guys think he should be the starter anyway? <laughs> do we? Think I have honestly or... haven't watched enough of preseason to say, but I would say that it's a matter of time from what I have seen, what I've read, and that's really nice to see because we've had some promising youngsters who haven't developed in the way I want to, and I'm excited to see Severese both use the opportunity to play as like a carrot and a stick it's like because he will give you time and also i'm not i have no doubt that like if you fuck up that he's gonna be like you're gonna ride the pine you know like he's he's he doesn't he i know he has some favorites we got flores in who's his dude from the cosmos but it's like he's also knows he's not coming from like an mls team like Mm -hmm. he came up from college with dudes that were drafted into MLS, like, he was more, Porter was more, like, using the dude's successes and accessibility to MLS to feed his own confidence in himself. Savarese, to me, is more of a dude who's confident in in his own philosophy, knows the level that he's been at and what he's stepping into, and I would think that he's going to have a much more sort of objective appreciation of, like, the players that he's been coaching and playing against and the players that now he's stepping into the world of and then also now the players that he has access to because as maybe as the cosmos right. you don't you can't get this player now it's like now i'm at timbers like we got a trilingual coach we got well we got okay. like or but like saying like Sorry, an mls yeah. club is has more buying power than an nasl club or whatever oh. the cosmos are and so like i think that severese is in a position like if he's as, like, heady and, like, canny as we think he is, Porter was, too, just in a much more cocky way. Yeah. Severese seems to be more in, like, a, like, he's, like, like, spider, right. like, the middle of a spider web, sort of, like, understands the the world game, right? He seems to be, like, yeah, really well, really well liked, really well respected, and it's kind of this weird situation in a way just because people are so like excited about it like there's so much like hype around him but he still hasn't done it in like the top tier of the u.s not to say you know i'm complete i'm actually really optimistic and i'm really hoping that he's you know lives up to everything that we've heard and, and he seems like he will have success but isn't it kind of like almost this weird situation with so much excitement about someone who hasn't actually like for sure been in mls and that's uh, kind of you that's, know but i think that but if, that seems to be the general consensus people love this guy so like i'm I think excited they love the idea of someone different uh who's a little there's less burden of expectation on him right like there's just the uncertainty is just super exciting yeah and to go from we lost nagby and porter in the space of a week which was Three weeks after we were dumped out of the playoffs, like, in the fucking, just, like, most frustrating way possible after losing all, was it still half a our best players to injury. No matter how much all of you want a happy ending, you can't have Is it still it. a better ending than the year before, or no? Or is it, like, a Ultimate ending? We talking MLS scale <laughs> ending? The, you I don't know, think that's even. Ar- I don't even think that's arguable. The DUIs. I think twenty nine teams oh, yeah. out of thirty would say this <laughs> season ended better than last season, <laughs> and that was getting booted in the first round. Not even, losing, not even from a team standpoint. But if you just put someone in front of a TV who's like, "I like soccer. No, I don't know anything about America at all. North America at all. I don't know any cities. I don't know anything about soccer culture." And you showed them those two games, they'd be like, yeah, I like this final more than the one that 
where there was not a single shot on goal by the team who won, and there was not a goal the entire game. Like, last season's game was awesome because it was a true, like, measure of two teams' ability to figure each other out, and Toronto really did that by the end. Like, it was clear they they were the better team. Oh, they worked the And the year before, the that cup, no disrespect to the Sounders, they got the cup. A little disrespect. Oh, but not a, not on this <laughs> point that I'm making right now. Okay. Oh, I got I got a whole wheelbarrow full in the other room. <laughs> it's just fermenting. Ooh. Uh, but yeah, you know, I so that's why I think that. Just yeah, <laughs> great. Well, we went from like is Farfan Farfan going to replace Vitas to Samaresi's uh, impact, and then how much Seattle sucks. And like all Which roads, we really all roads lead pretty much <laughs> how much Seattle pretty much left. stream of consciousness enthusiasts. We've always we always have been. And yeah. We're knocking the rust of off, stuff. folks. Yeah. I'm sure you're enjoying yeah. it. It's still the preseason in a way for us. But six weeks in it's probably gonna sound like this too. So Yeah, you know. like just set expectations. Man. Like episode expectations. two, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, if we no, don't. we're hitting you with an episode every 36 hours now, fans. Yeah, you guys are going to get sick of us. A Keep of you content. on your toes. A lot of Keep content. Keep you on your toes. I, I think Farfan, Farfan is going to play a fair number of games in the first half of the season. But at the end, it's still going to be Vitas is a known quantity, older, veteran, experienced, and... Um, like your outside backs, you know, I think most coaches are going to want to uh, <clears throat> minimize risk there, and so uh, unless, yeah, I think it's it's low likelihood that Farfan finishes the season yeah. there unless Vitas gets it traded or sold. You know, somewhere. I would also expect while you're right, I think that he will get minutes up front. Obviously, Vitas is injured, and Farfan's had a, some good play in the preseason too. I would expect there to be more Farfan at the beginning, but also more Farfan mixed in mm-hmm. along the course of the season. Hey, we're up by three goals. We're down by two goals. Like, maybe we put Farfan... You know, like... like I think you might There's going to be games that are lost, like where Savarese... You know he wants to get guys minutes. That's the thing. He's good. We got a big squad this year. Yeah. We turned Nagby into five fucking players. Like, we got a bunch of people. Granted, we lost a few, too, but, like... I just sort of see uh, stocking up T two too a more consistent mixing. Last year, the rotation was based on injuries and international call ups, and I think this year it'll be based. Yeah, there's a World Cup, um, and a lot of our international players <clears throat> are going to be missing for that. Uh, <laughs> but besides that, I think that I would expect us to be a little less injury prone this year, just because last year. Was bad. Seemed like it, how could it be worse? Yeah, pretty much. Got Murphy again, and I would I would also expect then, uh, for just some more consistent rotation throughout the season, and because in case a Dallas first leg happens, mm-hmm. you've got guys who have played more than just three games that season. I've played fifteen games and like some real minutes. Well, we're definitely way way deeper this year. And I guess that's that's a good segue into talking about Tam because we even have guys like. Well, I thought you were going to talk about like diving boards, like super deep, <laughs> really deep, deep diving. S.R. Smith, Jacques Fresco, deep, getting way down there. Uh, Cousteau, 
Jacques Fresco. <laughs> oh, you know who that guy is? He's an inventor, but he's fucking badass. He, uh, yeah, he invented like 3D projection. He's a weird guy that has well, like, this he's whole community in Florida. Salut, Jacques. I think he might have died. Oh, probably still. Now listening. we're gonna, we have definitely more, listening. We have more editing to do. Um. Anyway, yeah. Tam. Fuck it. We'll do it live. Because of Tam. <laughs> Oh, so a lot of people sucks. thought that, you know, maybe going in, even just a few weeks ago, it was basically looking like Obobacy was going to be the one backing up Audi for minutes. And now all of a sudden we have a striker battle happening there. And we have Langsdorf signed right from Stanford, who was uh, like the top prospect in the... Oh, Henri. Henri Langsdorff. Henri, the heir apparent to Henri. <laughs> And then uh, wait, what's this? We just name? who do we we just Foster? Oh, Foster! And then we just signed like another Honduran guy who's apparently you know he's gonna be fighting for minutes down like in T two, and that's all because of Tam. And so that's this whole other thing. Is this a lot of people are saying this is like a new paradigm here in MLS? This is MLS four point Is that what we're? I don't even fucking know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how it works. It's like MLS two point. But it's a, but what, it's a different MLS than the last MLS. MLS Millennium Edition. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dude. We're gonna go see some more T two games this year. This is ML. Yeah, this more is of those five. Oh, this, more yeah. of those five dollar games, bro. And this good. is MLS Deluxe, uh, guys. This this is Tam targeted allocation money. The infusion of it that came into the league this year, making this MLS Deluxe. What is this MLS Deluxe? Yeah, I mean, I think we are. This is the first year in kind of a multi year process in which. MLS is going to transform from a parody league in which there are like it's know, a parody like people should make fun of it people no, do no, make no, fun no. of it like it's parodical IT, IT make fun of it parody oh Not, par a parakeet oh, parody parody parity um, but yeah so the the league is transforming away from a parody league in which uh, money is becoming more influential. The cap's going to be less uh, strictly kind of like limiting on every single team. And uh, you see it all the way across the... Not all the way across, but the strong getting stronger without giving players up, which I don't think was um, the the case for MLS before this. Like, If you wanted to get a good player, you had to like lose uh dp um somehow you know so in your opinion do you think that the i mean because what we're talking here how much what are we talking like three million yeah three something we're talking here which goes a long way in mls but so it's like you, double the existing salaries cap right but do you think i mean would you would you classify that as in your opinion though like as a paradigm shift do you think this is a new era like do you expect mls basically after this to not be a parody league anymore in your like in your opinion Yes, I expect it to not be a parody league, but I also expect the quality of play to increase significantly because across you're able the league, to, uh, like mm. sixty to seventy-five percent of the league, there's the rub. Will not in Minnesota, and that's obviously. why. Yeah, exactly. There's Minnesota, New England, uh, a couple of these teams that just New England should sign Tom Brady. Okay, <laughs> I was gonna say he can't lose, but he just did lose. But. Mm, yeah. Nothing that's sweeter. all he can do, man. Yeah, <laughs> nothing sweeter than a Tom Brady loss. Uh, and uh, so I think it's a paradigm shift. The quality of MLS is going to go up. The U.S. Open Cup is going to become more competitive. Like there are, there's depth. Um, 
at the attacking oh. positions, and now there's more quality at you know outside backs. I'm looking forward to some U.S. Open Cup like a run this mm-hmm. year in it because I will say nothing <sighs> makes me. We have to, I already bitched about this. We, have to, not, the we have to not draw the Sounders again. <laughs> Away. That's no, so stupid. Fuck that. We'll do it. We'll beat them. We have before, but it's just such a lame game. Like last year, we didn't even try. But they decided. I think Porter actually. I must break Clint Dempsey also. with the rabies drug again, and he's going to do some crazy shit. That'll be the second riding. time, Deuce. That's, yeah. So I just want to add one more thing on the TAM discussion as a paradigm shift. I think. What you're seeing now, like Timbers are a perfect example of this, is young, promising players. And like, if you put your realist, not rose-colored, but your realist colored glasses on, uh, not all these guys are going to pan out. Um, you know, Paredes, Polo, uh, Eric Williamson, he's a U20. You're going to go on record? U.S. Men's National well, you just team. already did. I'm already on record. It has been spoken. None of those guys... Not everybody. Oh, not all of those not guys. all of those guys are going to pan out. But you're but seeing, do. you know, the average age, Cascante, um, the average age of these players with potential, with promise that could develop uh, with the Timbers and, you know, across MLS. So that to me is like for sure a paradigm shift. You don't see, I mean, with the exception of uh, what's looking like a sure thing with Zlatan to Galaxy, uh, you're not seeing Zlatan. the... Um, yeah, Zlatan is. You're not seeing these older, um, established stars coming out from, from Europe as like their retirement tour. Like Pirlo's gone this year, Kaká is guy. gone this year. Like those guys are injured. They're not performing that well. Like they have moments of brilliance, but like nobody wants to go out and see that every week. Cool. So or do not. I, man. Like, yeah, exactly. We've all had our moments of brilliance. I'll make an exception. I mean, for I have Zlatan. a lot of them, but like, I'm down to see Zlatan over here. I guess pretty much no matter what age, because he's sure. crazy. Well, yeah, he's going to try some wild asshole. shit. And I think that Zlatan will approach it in the right way. Zlatan is also a like a physical beast and has like recovered at in his late 30s from an ACL injury in like, and he was nine like months. Like the dude is crazy. And he was hurt real late season last year. So he's I mean, yeah. So it was less than a year ago that he was still just banging in goals for Man U like he was right. the top goal scorer and the, the reason that they even had a chance to even, you know. No, he's going to be an addition to the league. I I I'm taking He's more issue game. to like with the Pirlo type players in the league. Oh, yeah. It's like, like in a Serie A is. I didn't mind playing against him though. Darren yeah. Maddox punked him last <laughs> yeah. year. Yeah, yeah. no, <laughs> like, like, for sure. But if you're a midfielder, you can't be not in 36. MLS. Not in MLS. Not in MLS. You can be Jack Jewsbury and put in a a game against certain opponents where you're paired with a Chara. Mm-hmm. But week in week out, if you're yeah limited no. mobility, you're gonna get. Chewed up, chewed up, and torn, figured torn out up. real quick too. Yeah. And that's a thing where Syria, I don't think anyone would argue, is a far better league than mm-hmm. MLS, top to bottom. Yeah, especially at the top. Especially. And just a side note, but that, I want to. Also- it's a much slower left. Yeah. It does not rely on athleticism as much as it does on tactics, strategy, and. Skills and MLS is a place where if you cannot fucking bust it up and down, <laughs> you are gonna get pumped. Yeah, and he did. And I just think it's like I think it's patronizing as fuck to sign a player like Pirlo and then two years into a disastrous playing career here in MLS, keep pretending like he's some like amazing draw. 
Like, I don't have fun watching N- NYFC play yeah, when and, he's and on their team. I think it was a paycheck. You know, it's a marketing. It's a paycheck. It, it's yeah, a marketing it was, move. It, but oh, it I, also, yeah, I know that. But, but it no, also, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm insulted by it. No, I I, I think too. the NYFC fans... Signing. People right. gave me mm. about that. I thought that was the worst. Yeah. I love Steven Gerrard, but yeah. No, these guys are not, like, physically capable of playing in the league at the age that they're they're at. Well, For, like, you know, to, like, build your team around. Well, we're definitely seeing it shift away from that, which is a good thing. We have yeah. a, a bunch of youth. I think that's what you're talking about, like, seven paradigm shift. <laughs> we're is, back to it. But you know what? Is it the end Seattle of the era? sucks. And what I also think should happen with the uh, Champions League... Um, so how good are we how good are we going to be the best we're the best what are we well we know we are the timbers and we are the best we are the timbers so fuck all the rest fuck them all fuck them all uh, how good are we gonna be in comparison to last year? So I think you, we actually had really good predictions last year. We'll have to listen back to the raw tapes to really figure out exactly what we said. But I think we all pretty much had a similar prediction somewhere around. Bro, even our edited tapes are super raw. <laughs> we were somewhere. We were somewhere around like fifty-four. We all guessed that the Timbers would finish in third. Actually, I think no. No one said top. Someone might have said fourth. Someone might have said second. But we all predicted right around like fifty-five points. Uh, we ended up, of course, winning the West on 53 points, uh, tied with Seattle on points. 53? Got, got it on a tiebreaker. So, are we going to do it again? Is, did the Timbers win the West again this year? If so, how many points did we do it with? And if not, who did it? Well, I will start here, and I will say Timbers are going to win the West. They're number one. They're the best team, top to bottom. I like it. And... Uh, I think they have a shot at, uh, it's going to be competitive, but they have a shot at uh, the 59 points. Uh, 59. We have a shot at 59 points, or we're going to finish That's with 59 I mean, We got a shot 59. at like 80-something, I think. <laughs> yeah. no, like not, we got a shot at like 100. 102. 102. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, no, it's 100... Elevated themselves above the fray didn't happen at all. This year, I think there will be some separation. All right, give me a thirty-second take of why we're going to win the West, like as opposed to last year. Why are we going to do it this year? Because we have excellent players at all. Because they're fucking cool and continuity, (laughs) and like continuity (laughs) with some of our most important players. That okay. was less. You got time, man. Uh, so gee, is there anybody you want to shout out? <laughs> yeah, or thanks, like... mom and dad. Um... <laughs> thanks to my Iron Bill for, for just ash. getting me to where I am today. <laughs> what I think is the the Hashtag it's no always... days off. <laughs> yeah. Hashtag Hashtag left. Left. <laughs> um, and I think the teams that we're fighting against have big questions that 
uh, we don't have. Like, our big question is, Adi going to be the striker or Armenteros? True. But we that's might be... Big, that, but I we, would agree with but you we might that, be, that is the big but we question. Might be and I'm fucked. stoked. And we that's be, a great question to have. Doyle said, you know, he always brings up... Well, you know. What's up, Kevin? He's actually good. He's a good writer. No, I mean, I, I actually, like Kevin, you're like Matt. Kevin Doyle's the striker for the Colorado Rapids. <laughs> I do. I can't keep them straight. They're basically about Mike equally talented. Yeah. No, but no, yeah, I don't. No, that, dude, Matt, I don't hate you, Matt. No, no, Matt, Matt, Matt. Yeah, Matt's like a solid. Like, is going to keep it up. Are they too? No, you, Matt, dude, is a center back. He's like our center back tandem is awesome. I don't know what Matt Doyle's smoking on that one. Like Ridgewell, yeah, is a little old and injury prone. Mobby oh, wait, did he put out, like, a prediction thing? Yeah, he said, like, biggest questions facing each team. Oh, uh, yeah. Dude. He basically said, and it's not it's not totally unfair, but he said that things are maybe more fickle with us than other teams, as in, like, if Valeri is out or Char is out, he's basically like, that's almost it. So he's like, for now, he says for now, he's like, I still have them, to be fair to him. He says, I... That's a a really... And a lot of Timbers fans got overworked about it, because to be fair to him, he said, as for now, he's like, I still have them. It's like... Either somewhere between one and third in the West. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. That's exactly it. That's exactly like saying like, well, they got like two MVPs on their team, but <laughs> you know, like if they but it's, yeah, down, it's like, like, well, no shit. But it's man, pretty much like, the same with like every team. Exactly. Though, right? When Dempsey so. went down, like, oh shit, they want to fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but that's no, I, I will say, uh, yeah. I, do, I got a lot of things to say. Yeah, but you well, were saying how many point, uh, how many. You, you well, you said fifty nine. How many do you think we're going to the? West? How many think we're going to get, Micah? Yeesh. Like a, I don't know. I think load. Oh, yeah, just a whole truckload. It's <laughs> the whole fucking truckload. Fucking points. To be honest, I think that uh, as Leck alluded to, it's going to be very competitive. It's going to be more than competitive. I think that. It's going to be competitive, but I think the West is going to... This is going to be the year that the East, Eastern Conference, uh, brings itself to a par with the West in terms of points gained. I'm not saying overall quality, but as we've seen in the NBA, um, the emergence of not just the Cavs, but also like Celtics, Raptors, Hawks, you know, like there's... There are Bucks like there are now teams that not necessarily are winning but aren't fucking losing sixty games a year like yeah. and the win total between the West and the East and the NBA has balanced in the last few years um, and I would not be surprised to see that happen again and see more Eastern teams take games off Western teams. With that said, I still think the congestion in the West that you see in the NBA right now among the good teams that's still going to be there because there's. The teams in the West and the MLS have, like, this cra- It's like an arms race. Like, everybody signs good players every fucking offseason. Yeah, you also have more travel in the West, which I think is a serious concern. For sure. Home field advantage is a huge thing on the West Coast. And so, like... We have a big home field advantage, especially with the 5,000 new seats coming in. But so- And also with a little thing called Section 103. Oh, so- through one of whatever we said, where, yeah, we're, we're around. Delta we go as far as one of five. Once in a while, all the way to one oh eight. Sometimes I fucks with it. Sometimes one oh one. But one oh three ballistic army toys is where I'm at. Speaking of numbers, how many points do you think we're gonna get? Oh, that was the question. <laughs> <laughs> More than three. No, uh, but basically the whole discussion on 
uh, I think that the West is going to be spread a little thinner this year. Uh, so I would not be surprised to see. Well, what we won the West with fifty three last year. Mm-hmm. So I think it'll be a similar total this year, uh, sort of evenly spread games. And I mean, dude, the margin which with which we won the West last year was poor. Like, absolutely, we should, it was a should, we should not have won the West last year. Uh, we should have no won, we should have won the West in fucking October, yeah. like or fucking August with all the points we dropped. So I'm gonna go ahead and say um, early season strong performance, some weird home woes. It's actually not weird no, because that's we like can't have that was that happened last year. Impossible. We so, can't have any home woes because we have so many games on the road to start. We used to no, that's what I'm saying. I think we're gonna have a real good opening road stretch. I think we're gonna come home and. Uh, gonna be some weird games this summer, just as <laughs> uh, World Cup takes its toll on our roster, which it certainly will. Um, and then injuries, which happens to us all the fucking time. I think we're gonna end up at <laughs> sep- seven thir- th- 54 second in the West. No, God, that's <laughs> stupid. 51 second in the West. And then who's going to win the West then? Oh, that's a two-stage question? It's a, no, it's, not well, it's a good thing I've got a speech prepared. double-barreled. You don't even need a speech. That's the thing is I honestly have no idea if 51 is going to win or be third in the West. So that's my whole spiel is about how wide open it is. It could be Dallas. It could be yeah, KC. It's, it's a, certainly not going to be one of the it's LA a fair, teams. It's Fuck a, those guys. It's a fair guess because... Even though we were saying, you know, even though Leck was saying he's expecting the league not to be such a parody league this year, which is totally possible. It might be different, but as far as we've seen so far, it has been. We saw, I think, last year there was eight points separating, like, the top, like, six teams in the West or something like that. And that's, you know, so it's a couple games and a couple draws, and that's it over the course. And, me, and you know how fickle MLS is. Let me tell you who it's not going to be. It's not going to be LAFC. Not gonna it's be not going to be LA Galaxy FC. Or the Galaxy. It's not going to be the Colorado oh, oh. Rapids. It's not going to be Minnesota. It's not going to be the San Jose. God, I hope it's not the San Jose Earthquakes. I mean, the stadium, we've been there. Tech it's nice. The stadium is cool. It's, it's nice, but it's also, let me just say, did we harp on this last season? Slight tangent, largest outdoor bar in America. Can suck the largest outdoor butthole in America because, like, it's basically, just it, the longest. So it's it the longest outdoor longest, line in so America. It can, too. it can also suck the longest butthole in America. The shortest, <laughs> the shortest tap list for the longest outdoor bar in America. Come on, like yeah, this I is wait twenty five minutes at the biggest outdoor bar to order a Modelo. This is Portland. For fucking eleven dollars. We have strip clubs Come here on. with sixty beers on tap at them. You know. We have, you know, you guys are going to have to do a little bit more than that to impress us. But we did have fun hanging out with the TA. And, you know, the seats, it was a good place to watch a game. Some good Earthquakes fans down there, too, for sure. Yeah, yeah, we met, yeah, some friendly people. Um, None of them took their shirts off, thank you. All right, tangent over. Lou, give us your prediction. Uh, I mean, I can keep going going if you guys want. It's just not, I don't think it's just going to deviate very much. I'm going to plan it with 57. 57 points. This is a bigger spread than we had last year. Yeah. So, you're at 54? 9. You're at 59? 59. 59, 57, 51. 
<laughs> so everybody use those as your lotto. We like to live dangerously here, and you can tell by these predictions, just wild, wildly hot takes. Uh, yeah, I guess fifty-seven points, and I'm gonna say that we win by one point. We win the West by one point again. Or do we? Ooh, it's, it's so, so tough, man. Because I'm feeling future. like the West could be. A, it's like right there. Seasons. Yeah. Yeah, I, okay, we do it one more time. We do it again. Not one more time, but we do it yeah, again. Yeah, but who's, no, who's better than us? Nobody's clear. That's what we're saying. Nobody's clearly better than us. No one was. But we could also be and no sort one was, of crap. Like, and, and no one, well, and no one, I don't, no, we're. No. We're not going to be crap completely, we, but there could be periods of the season when we are crap. I feel We've like. We've seen it happen very I feel like recently. Anything, like, I mean, I feel like from fourth. Like, I, you know, there might be lofty expectations, but I feel like anywhere from fourth to the sixth seed would be slightly disappointing if everybody's healthy. If we have to scrap into, like, one of those seeds and a bunch of shit goes wrong through, during the season, like, whatever. But I have higher expectations this year than last year, even with all the changes, even with, like, the weird road schedule and everything. So, yeah, I'm going to say we do it. We do it with 57 points, but I think it's going to be tight again, and... As far as who is better than us, that's what, you know, I don't really know who is. And I don't think anyone is really outside of teams in the Eastern Conference better than us last year. There might have been three. You know, you can argue NYFC, Atlanta, definitely Toronto, just because they did things no other teams were doing last year. But we could have beaten Seattle if we would have got through Houston. You know, we didn't get through Houston, but it was circumstantial. We still had the talent to do it. So until I see something, you know, that... A team coming straight hot out the gates. Yeah, it looks like sure. they're putting something together. And it's MLS, too, so this isn't a league that really is... You're going to be punished too much for even starting slow the first two months. When we for get, sure. When we get six months into it, we'll see if anyone's better than we've, us. We've seen, we've seen I that... I don't think so. It's all about being in the playoff chase. You have to be in the chase to get in the playoffs, and then you got to get in and play well. And, like, we played... I think we were all feeling pretty hot going into the playoffs this last season. We looked so dope. And then you have Diego Chara go down on a non-contact injury where he breaks his foot on the turf. And, like, you got to just at that point, you got to be like, well, like, it meant to be. it's just not meant to be. And we had Nagby come out of that game. Yeah, Nagby and, Mab- Nagby and Mabiala. And denied Blanco a penalty. didn't even denied play. A, and denied a clear Blanco penalty. burns his, his foot. Second oh, my God. Sebastian, we're not mad. We're a little puzzled. So just in so case anybody do anybody time. who doesn't follow the Timbers as closely, you, you know, if you don't know what we're referring to, uh, during the playoffs, right before our first playoff game last year, uh, one of our star players was cooking pasta, boiling water, doing mate, something, mate. making mate. He's, Ar- he's Argentine. Uh, and he dropped the hot water on his fucking foot and burned it. And it's sad, of course, like, you know, it's just an accident. It sucks. But that was just kind of our luck going into the playoffs last yeah. year anyway. So, so a little antidote there. But So, yeah. So I think that we were all feeling pretty hot. Especially exactly. Blanco's so, like, foot. how quickly? Hey, had <laughs> to go back and get that one. Uh, so, we've all seen how quickly the wheels can fall off, though. So, all you got to do is you got to put yourself in position. And so, like, I I said fifty one. I don't think fifty nine is unreasonable at all. I think you. I think that also the margins between fifty one and fifty nine. Think about this last year, man. I've poured over so many games where we've 
Oh, we gave away... We I mean, gave it, away shit and goals. It's, and it's a common narrative Miss in ML. Miss open goals. Oh, crazy stuff. Like... I'm, got penalties that weren't called, or just... And the the margin of 8 to 10 points in MLS is... And you know what's trippy? So hairline. And you know what's trippy, too, is that... It's trippy, man. But you know, just, you know, it's totally, you know, it's totally trippy too. Though, <laughs> is that if we didn't have VAR, we would have had a couple more points like lost. You know, so like, who really knows? This maybe this will actually be like the first year that we'll just, we'll see how it does for us because I think we had two major plays really with after I wouldn't last year and they both yeah. like went to our favor, of course. And we just want to get the plays right. So like, I don't really care, but I feel like maybe a lot of fans feel like this, but I just feel like. The overwhelming majority of shit since we've joined the league in 2011, and like just the like notoriously bad refing in MLS has really bitten us in the ass. Just I as wouldn't hard disagree as with that else. at all. I would say that like, who knows our how many fans, more we have. the the army, we might have won the shield. The army does not serve uh, us well in terms of how we are refereed. I no, would say that army yeah. serves our team very well in how they play. It gives our team a huge fucking kick on the ass and like but you know you see us dude when we attack the army like i've seen i mean granted we've seen amazing goals all over the park but you see the drive the team has when they're going towards the army and it's like it's insane yeah and but i would also argue it's the opposite for refs they come out almost and they're like i'm not intimidated by you look at me call this shitty penalty or like look at me just not look swallow my fucking whistle like is that just because uh but is that more like is is that like in a way though more props to us because it's they're in a stadium that's not really the norm in mls if it was so like common like a a league where every what do you mean like uh century link (laughs) you know atlanta something like oh oh you're talking i thought you were talking about like uh no, like I'm corporate environments. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. Like, uh, I don't know what you mean. Nah, you're gonna have to rephrase that for me. <laughs> I'm saying, is it even more? Should we give ourselves even more props? Because if these referees were in situations where it was actually like the norm, then maybe it wouldn't look so bad. It's almost like it's bad for us because it's not the norm, and we are more rowdy than other MLS crowds. But if everybody had a good atmosphere, then fuck it, it'd be even. You know. So maybe if other MLS yeah no I mean it's our it's our cross to carry get out my path I carry the cross yeah but other people step your shit up for sure yeah but I mean you know but you know how can you get mad at like and you know, how can you be a ref and be even like mad at like an FC Dallas crowd there's fucking like 30, they had thirty five hundred people come to their CCL game the other night yeah so of course bad. they're not gonna piss off the ref as much well it's winter <laughs> in Texas, in Texas. <laughs> you know it's a brisk seventy outside. <laughs> I heard it might drizzle later. <laughs> There's going to be five mile an hour winds out there. Uh, and they got knocked out of that game, uh, too. They, they got knocked out of CCL. Yeah, by, poor showing there. By an uh, El Salvadorian team. Salvadorian team. Um, but <coughs> I don't want to no. send negative vibes out towards other fan bases. Like They'll, they'll pick it up eventually. No, <laughs> we're just teasing you guys. Anyway. Yeah, or, or MLS will just move the franchise. To Austin. That's, that's oh yeah, or else. Jeez, poor poor guys, man. I feel bad for them about that. I've never yeah. had anything against the crew. They've never made me upset. Probably mostly because the cup win. Anyway, yeah, who's yeah. getting the who's getting the golden boot? Golden boot. Said, talk about I think these... last year you said uh, what? what I said Ola Kamara last year. Yeah, that uh, wasn't a bad, not a bad shout. Um, uh, no one knew who Nicklich was at the time. Yeah. Um, I was going to say, Eastern Conference, like, should we just talk about Eastern Conference now? And 
or just say, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I don't, yeah actually, sorry, we no, almost skipped like, over that. But uh, let, Toronto's going to win. Let's talk. Yeah, let's let's like, say more than that. Let's say that. How many points is Toronto going to win the East by? Let's just phrase it like that. Uh, they're going to win by seven points, and they're going to finish with like sixty-two. So they're going to win the Shield. Win the Shield. Are they going to win the Cup? No, nope. Because it's MLS, and we're not quite to uh, the point where there are super teams, there are Man Cities. Uh, it's still somewhat of a parody league. It just is there are two tiers of parody, uh, and the first tier, you know, is you know they're like the upper t- echelon of teams. Um, anybody can win it once a playoffs start, uh, and then and we're just seeing some separation with I think a second pack of teams. Ooh. Wild Ride. Which one is that? Ooh, uh, this segment is brought to you by Wild Ride Brew, the Three Sisters Red Ale. Uh, Out of Redmond, Oregon. Redmond, Oregon. You can pick it up at your local supermarkets. 6% by volume. And we are blessed here with a tasty 22 of it, so we're going to dive right in. Uh, so if they're, they're not going to win the cup, then who's, who's going to win the cup? The cup winners are the Timbers. T. Oh. All right, so, Mike, you're going all in all on them, in, dude. I love it. Mike, I hop into the East real quick. Is there any reason to think that Toronto's not winning the East? Do you have, are you predicting anybody else besides them? It's not going to be D.C. United. That's <laughs> Wait, did Where? you guys already go over that when I was yeah. Someone predicted them last year. That was me. It's not going to be Philadelphia Union. We predicted, I think a couple of us at least predicted them to win the Shield, too. Um, yeah, I'm not sure. Is has anybody picked ATL? Because I mean, is that a sleeper pick? Uh, I don't know if they're gonna have it all put together yet. Oh, like they're fucking scary on paper. But dude, they're they super scary. But the way that they play, their defense isn't necessarily like looking that scary. They look like they will terrorize you when you go over there. Like yeah, they're they gonna be playing in front. They're gonna be playing in front of a fuck ton of people. And no, they're gonna they have blowouts. Are they're gonna, gonna be have the 7 0 just thrashings. But they lost their Chara. Thank you. And did not replace him with anybody like that looks like an heir apparent. Cheers, so, guys. Cheers. cheers. Cheers to everybody listening. And those. Pull one back. Pour some out first. Joining us through the speakers. Um, and, you know, the Timbers now, I think this is a stat most people are familiar with. Mm. The record when we don't sweet. have Valeri versus when Real we don't sweet. have Chara, when we don't have Nagby. Uh, it's really not that different when you don't have Chara. I mean, when you don't have Nagby or Valeri over the last, you know, four or five years. Right. But when we don't have Chara, we lose every time or draw. Like, we don't win without Chara. And I think that's like Atlanta's Achilles heel. It's terrible. It's, it's uh, and... I appreciate everything that the first Diego brings to the table. Um, so I do think Atlanta is a, a primer, a Diego Primer. Atlanta's a primer, oh. sexy team, and they're going to do really well. But I, I just think they're going to have a couple games where teams get an early goal or two and sit back, and they're not able to pick them apart. Fair enough. Um, Micah, do you think Toronto's going to win the cup? Do you? Huh? Do you think Toronto's going to win the cup this year? What? Or do you think the Timbers are going to win? Those are pretty much your two choices. (laughs) A or B? Uh, D or T? Miami FC. (laughs) (laughs) Beckham's going to score PK. Well, so Miami FC is the NASL club. Did you guys see NASL just shut down? 
They canceled their 2018-2019 season. The whole league? The whole league. They're oh, like, we're going to come back in 2019. Yeah, right. Wild. They're, nice. They're merging with USL or something. That's, yeah. Most of the teams have already jumped over to USL that wanted to. And... Crazy. Yeah. All right, rest in peace. Pour a little more yeah. out for you, I guess. Yeah, cheers, to... cheers to the NASL. In all its glory. Uh, fuck. I don't know. Oh, yeah, the cup. Who's going to win Who's going to win the cup? The Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going with the Timbers, too. <laughs> three for three. three, three of so us. Now it's got to happen. The Timbers. <laughs> <laughs> and Mini Savarese. The Timbers. All the way. It's going to be the Timbers. Oh. And Gio Savarese. So now that we got that. He so. got Diego Baleri. Yes. And Tabatian Blanco. So two seconds. And in, in two seconds. And <laughs> Fernando. <laughs> we got Derek Valentin. No longer have Maxi Aruti. We got we got We got Bitat and Rick Bitiet. Uh are we gonna beat LA on Sunday? What do you guys think? Fuck yeah, dude! Be on <laughs> them, yeah. Dude, Valeri is gonna. Dude, Valeri is gonna come out and is. He's not even gonna be able to feel his. He scored another. Face, he scored dude. another header in preseason. Dude, I know, and he's not even gonna be able to feel his face by the time the game is over. He's oh, dude, gonna he's gonna be, be so numb. With, gonna, my prediction is gonna be so numb gonna with score soccer. Two goals this opening game, dude. He's gonna be so numb with soccer coke. He's not gonna be able to feel his. Motherfuck stick is on some other shit. Are we gonna? Do you agree? Are we going to beat LA? As, as yes. Long with, we're going to win the cup. Along are we going to beat LA in our opener on Sunday night at 7? 7.30. Shitty fucking time for an opener. Quite annoying. But this, is this the first time? I don't know. I'm since, like premier soft pants This is the first time, right time since 2011 we had a couple games on the road to start that we haven't had a home opener. So we had a good run of like six. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think we could right petition now. MLS to get a couple home games? Hmm. Potentially, I think like could, earlier yeah. on, or do we want that? We are gonna get like a whole run of. Is there some reason that we don't have a home game for the first just six weeks? Quirks of the schedule. Yeah, that's weird. We don't really know. We're gonna I crush them. It's gonna be. I hear they're trying to dig the field down river, <laughs> down further, <laughs> <laughs> down further, <laughs> so it'll be closer. But to the also river, down river. But also, <laughs> it's pretty tricky. They're it's gonna, just like a physics trick. They're gonna have to go eighteen blocks. To the east, but I think I can get it done. We're gonna watch the game through a series of mirrors, <laughs> but the it's, view's gonna be dope. It's gonna be really trippy. Um, I I think we're gonna beat LA. Also, I think it's gonna be three to one. Says Lex. Wait, are we doing scores? <sighs> we don't right have now. to. Lex says, we, let's do it right now. Lex let's says, do predictions. Lex says three to one. I say because Lex. Lex got a limited amount of time here, but guys, we've, we're making it through I say our tenor rare for I this say, episode. I say we 2-1 them. We're in fucking mid-season form here, bros! Woo! We're doing really well. Woo! Like the season never stopped. We also, I think we only did this one time last year, but since it's a ways away till we have a home game, and it's going to be a while till we can go taste one of those tasty beers, let's go ahead and just say if we had to boot one of the beers out, from the stadium and bring another one in. 
promotion in a game we play, and oh. it could be any beer from last season that we just was any, a regular. Any any beer. So basically, this is beer relegation inside of Providence Park beer promotion and relegation. We're gonna relegate one beer well, from we the know stadium. It's, it's never gonna happen in MLS. So <laughs> no, it's not looking likely. Uh, not with the format anyway. Micah, what's a beer that you would bring mm. in? Well, with we're your put a brother on the spot best. here. Oh, you're the man to ask. Well, I'll just say, uh, just I will go ahead ask. and say that last year there were some nice developments with the beer uh, pouring at, at the park. First of all being that halfway through the season they turned, uh, they switched the cheap beer cart over from Rolling Rock. Yuck. Ugh. To, Over to fucking High Life. Oh, that was an upgrade. Which you can get now at the same price, five dollars for two twelve ounce beers. So, if you think about the fact that you can get twenty four ounces of a decent lager, or whatever the hell High Life is, and if you guys don't, I know think what, it's champagne. If you guys don't know where the, <laughs> if you guys don't know what we're talking about, the Rolling Rock card it doesn't exist. Yeah, no, don't even worry about it. Don't think about that. Uh, now, game. but so I'm gonna just say that the addition of Negro Modelo to the double post, there were some really, really nice step ups across the situation of the entire. Oh yeah, they pouring. brought in that Negro Pelicana. They huh? had Bunk Bar with frozen margaritas, Ooh. and you can get a six dollar frozen margarita at Happy like, Iceberg it dude, in the rain. You can get Buzz and a ice cream headache at the same time mm. last year for the first time. So all I'm gonna say is that we're spoiled. We know it. Uh, we've got all it takes is a trip to Vancouver or Seattle or San Jose to know that like the, while the beer situation there is something that they're proud of. Yeah, but even teams yeah. are spo- we're even super the, spoiled. Yeah, but even Portland. teams in the Premier League get promoted and relegated, so we got to pick exactly, some. Exactly, exactly. We got to pick so some. So I will just say that um, I would like to see more Nitro Taps. One. Oh. Uh, currently, they have none. Uh, maybe they have one. I don't believe they have any. Uh, I believe it's probably not feasible because it takes time to pour. It's a two-stage pour. So you have to pour your first, like, two-thirds of the beer... You've got to let the foam die down, and then you've got to pour the finish, and which is why they pour Guinness out of a can there. But like, if you could give me like Boulder chocolate shake on nitro on tap at the fucking this is game, fantastic. This is really or fantastic. Murphy's <laughs> Irish Stout. Ninety five percent of of like sports stadiums have like shitty American lagers, and like like asking for the nitro, like the finest. I mean. He knows it, and it's good. Dude, it's they're already it. pouring... As he said, they're already pouring... They're already pouring frames Belgian <laughs> Strong Dark at games. Like, they're pouring 9.5 right out there. of taps. We're like, right there. So, like, I'm not saying that they have to serve it in the proper the chalice, finest. but they all you have to do is order. Well, they say, well, this, well. One takes, this one takes three minutes to pour. Can you wait here? Mm-hmm. You go like the nitro tap is nothing. You just have a different charging system for it. They have the space there to accommodate. Yeah, you can just fill them up. The whole and leave thing them is, back is there. just you gotta you gotta push that. You can get fucking left hand like a uh, pail on nitro or a Widmer coffee pail on nitro. Like you could do so much stuff. So I, it's not so much about what beer I'd like to see, so much as like how the beer is there that I'd like to see change a little bit because they pride themselves on it. Do you have one to relegate? Ooh, 
Rolling Rock was already taken care of, so what do I... What <laughs> it do might I be saying? back, though. You can, I'm just, you can just choose it to be relegated. I won't choose Widmer Half be because Widmer Half is like... It serves its purpose. It serves its purpose, and I actually probably drink three or four of them over the course of the season when I'm like, I need something that's not going to contribute to a hangover that I'm already going to have tomorrow. Our internet slang listeners will know the term bottom bitch, and I think Widmer Half is a <laughs> great bottom bitch. No, no, bottom no. bitch means your best one. Yeah, best one. No, no, that's the one that you like go to like when everything else is. <laughs> but it's also your original. Going haywire. It's your OGB. Uh, yeah, well, for me, you know, I grew up in Portland. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, whatever. Well, let's just. You can even. Why just, don't you? Why don't you guys go for your let's, promotion let's, here, I, and I, I'll go for relegation. And okay, we'll second. do another round. Yeah, we'll do relegation in a second. Because I haven't pun. thought about it. It's hard for pun. me to like that. I like them all. That's not true. That's not true. I'm going to just go ahead and say now, I love you, Fort George, but I would just remove one of the Fort George IPAs because there's like three Fort George IPAs <laughs> on tap at the, at the fucking park. I don't like, know which is which. Like, why don't they pour yeah. like a fucking Fort George? Like, they've got the 1812 lager in cans? Fine. But like, put on like fucking Kavadika Stout or like, or fucking the fucking, uh, the... The fucking Optimus, that fucking three-way IPA with fucking oh, Great Notion and whatever that shit okay, is. Okay, for me, I would choose right, yeah, you talk. Uh, <laughs> to be promoted. Yeah, the Optimus is good. This is a beer Micah treated me to, and then I got a four-pack. Uh, what is? Recently, Modern Times Amber. It was a oh, dank. Yeah. The uh, blazing, the blazing World. I don't know what the name of it was. It was an Amber... And it had some. It said "dank" on the back. It's the. It's their base amber. Yeah, yeah it's their core. This their episode is also sponsored by Modern Times. Go check out the new Fermentorium on Belmont and Seventh. R.I.P. Cummins. Mm-hmm. R.I.P. in the Cummins. Is, is that guy still gonna brew? Who knows? Hopefully. I hope you are, Mike. We know you're listening. Yeah, that's all I've got to say about promotion, Lou. Oh shit! Did we even? Did we have any like saisons on on tap? Last year, at the stadium, we we have a lot of hot days, and we're gonna have so. we're gonna have like a lot of home games too. We're that gonna, I guess maybe. And for like I, I'm I don't gonna, know, I'm like gonna a, add one after you. Talk. You know, a farmhouse, a good, a right good farmhouse. Maybe we'll go with you know just because there's some of the best brewers in Oregon. Maybe that Freem Super Saison. It's like nine mm. percent, and it's super Woo! tasty. Oh, I'm gonna just that say good weird Bavarian banana aftertaste. Freem Citrus Ugh. Zest IPA. Mm. Oh, yeah, I've had it. Yeah. That shit is good. Or Freem Dank Anything IPA. Anything from Freem. Or Freem. I believe it's pronounced Prefer... 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 I've had the Brett Witt. Prefer... That was really good. Prefer... Eh? It's the M is silent. Is actually... Huh. Prefer... <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to start off the <laughs> relegation <laughs> now that we've established... Prefer... Super we, we pretty much want all of the beers added to. Uh, we're gonna promote fifty beers into the top flight. You know what I want added is fucking nice lady pale. That was a good uh, double entendre there with the top flight too. Thank you. Oh, Thank top you. flight? Is yeah. that what you said? Say it again. That deliver, was on purpose. Deliver though. it again. Yeah. No, I think the listeners will. Have, or we can get. But that I need to hear post production editing. We're oh, gonna promote fifty beers into the top flight. Oh. And the timbers. Did are you gonna, catch that, listeners? And the timbers are gonna. By at least consensus, win the West and win MLS Cup this year. We're beating LA sixteen to nothing <laughs> on the opening day, and 
CenturyLink is going to fall into the deep crevices of the Earth because of an earthquake, but no one's going to get hurt. No one will be. Injured. It's actually going to be a laser. Well, Dempsey's going to break his leg. No, Dempsey's no, gonna... not going to get injured, but Jordan Morris will magically heal his ACL. I hope so. No. Let him to, Maybe let, he'll let become him, like a he needs, better. He needs some time player. to hang out with his dog. So the whole reason he's not in Germany uh, in the first place. I'm gonna relegate. I'm gonna just say. I'm sad that he's. I'm hurt, gonna just say he, that boy should have gone to Germany in the first place. He would have been getting better service, better training. Instead, he's playing on a team where Clint Dempsey's like, "Hey, don't pass it to Pulisic." Pulisic basically wrote an article. I know this. Did I've heard, read? man. Clint Dempsey told them to not. Pulisic pass it basically to wrote an article, you know, saying that it it was. I don't know. It almost felt like. Slightly pointed out. Well, all you need to know about Pulisic like, is yeah, that all these people his last standing. name's got sick in it. So sick. Um, Which would indicate he's Croatian, right? He's fucking dope. No, he's like Mandzukic. He's super sick. And he's just a sick American. Madrish and Rakatic. Um, I'm yeah, going to relegate super- Maid Marian, the purple <gasps> cider. I like it. I enjoy drinking it. Why don't you just go on now? Why don't you just go now? I'm worried about spilling on myself. Do you have a game to get to? I'm worried about spilling on myself. You're separate. And uh, are you more worried because of the new white kit? Are you gonna get it? The white kit. I'm not gonna get it. I got my one kit. Disappointed, luck gift. Disappointed. Well, okay. <laughs> I'm doing a lot. You guys, the listeners can't see their faces, but since this is, is a dem- uh, is a democracy, and it we looks eyebrows like, of rage. Since this is a democracy, can we rage. can we vote to like block? Like can Godfather? We, can we? We're veto? taking applications for a new <laughs> if we new host. So I'm gonna start. Talking. If we talk, we can basically just uh, filibuster his fucking decision there. <laughs> and since this, yeah, we can we can veto. No, no, no. Freedom of speech. Dead. Freedom of speech applies even to our show. You know, having a, so just keep expressing your terrible opinion. <laughs> That's, you know, the core of, of freedom of speech, whichever amendment or... You know, you got to even let the article speak of the Constitution. It's true. It's true. Uh, yeah, I mean, or it could just change That's a whole color. other thing. That's for a different podcast. Great. That's how guys talk America. Um, so what'd you relegate? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he chose Maid Marian. I said, oh, yeah. he's worried about spillage. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't want hard. the purple spillage. Oh yeah, that hurts my heart. Purple drank. I'm gonna say I got a good, I got a Scotch Guard guy, man. If you want a Scotch Guard, just like your bib area. Uh, I'm gonna shit bib area. What, what should we get out of here? I don't know. It's hard to say. I'm trying I'm, to think I'm of what. Bored I, by all the Widmer Hafa taps, but like I wouldn't get rid of that beer completely. I guess is does, I mean, does Coors Light really serve a purpose? Can we get just a better no. shitty beer? No, no. I mean it's all right. We're C minus is wonderful, dude, I, but not at the Timbers games. Yeah, we're getting rid of Coors Light then. And sorry to all you people in Golden, Colorado, about that. Is that they're, they're from there, right? Are they? <laughs> staring at me with the death stare. <laughs> uh, anyway, dude, so. That might do it for us, but we are pumped to be back. We'll be doing episodes every 36 hours coming at you. We have multiple sponsors <laughs> coming. We're living better than ever. You guys, stay on your toes. And as always, keep it classy, Portland, Oregon. Let, come say bye. 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 Let's going to go play soccer. Me and Mike are going to keep having beers. Bye-bye. 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 Bye-bye.